Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Hello, audio listener. We know you can't get enough of Home Before Dark. That's why you're listening to the Offside Track. <laughs> if you're new here, thanks for checking us out. We've got we've got news to share. Yeah, we do. Um, if you guys have not heard by now, which would be crazy if you listen to Home Before Dark, but at the same time, if you guys are uh, new listeners of the show from New England, wanting to hear from your guys at uh, Six States One Pod, who fantastic guys that we had a, a lot of fun chatting with, we are producing our very first scarf we are and in partnership and collaboration with roughneck scarves and they are the official scarf provider for all of mls ncaa usl and u.s national teams yeah it's it's crazy um just to think of the, they're they're producing all these atlanta united and and your new england rev scarves but they're also producing a home before dark scarf <laughs> it's exactly like, it was like that's the great thing about it they do fundraising they do wholesale they do custom scarves as low as seven dollars a scarf that's crazy right yeah, and i think if you sign up you get a 15 percent discount just by signing up with them uh the first time you sign you know up, what, so. you know it's crazy i looked at the selection the selection compared to even our team stores it's yeah. it's great yeah. i mean the just the list they also were great partners with us last year where we were able to uh give away scarves that they provided to our fundraising efforts whenever people were uh, contributing to Soccer in the Streets and our FIFA tournament and everything like that. They've been a great partner through and through over the past year, and this is just so exciting for us. They make MLS scarves, and they're making it Home Before Dark scarf. Yeah, so get yours, uh, whatever it may be, whether it's an Atlanta United scarf, a New England Rev scarf, your very own Home Before Dark scarf, wherever you're going to get it, be sure to check out roughneckscarves.com for yours today. Now on to the show. It's a trap! It's a trap! It's a trap! Let's go! It's a trap! It's a trap! This is the offside trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. And um, yeah, this is number four, number five, uh, five, I believe. Yeah, yeah. It, it's been it's been so it's long weird. Since the schedule's played. been yeah. shit for us lately. Schedule so. has been shit, yeah. and we are in 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 a match week, and it feels weird because we've only had one in the past like four weeks. So it's weird that we've only had one home game in the past eight weeks it seems yeah, like yeah <laughs> and we're not gonna have another home game until uh, i guess next weekend we yeah next one. weekend we've got one but this weekend we travel up to the great area the greater area of new england to face the new england revs seeking the all-important first win for atlanta united this quick, season quick quick exercise and it might uh evoke some laughs on the other end 
name all six of the the New England states. Oh, why would you do that to me <laughs> of all people? That is terrible. I'm going to sound like such a jackass. Maine, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, New York. How many is there? Nope, six? Nope. What? Yes, New York's not on there? There are six. No, New York's not one of them. Delaware? Nope. Uh, Vermont? Yes. <laughs> um, Pennsylvania? Nope. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> oh man wow. let me see if i could do it it's it's massachusetts vermont um maine rhode island can connecticut yep new yep. hampshire you got oh, it. new hampshire new <laughs> hampshire the live free or die state. i would have never gotten connecticut but <laughs> I would have gotten New Hampshire if Connecticut. But alluding to that, we are joined by the fine, fine gentleman from six states, one pod, your one stop shop for New England Revs uh, podcastery. I guess your uh, your media platform um, for those of you guys who consume podcasts like we do. Thank you, guys. We have Alex, Ray, and John joining us from Six States One Pod. Where are you guys respectively located? Hey guys, thanks for having us on. Yeah. We are in uh, Providence, Rhode Island, which thankfully was one of the six New England states that you both could name. That's right. That's, That's right. right. We were, we were very happy about I'm that. I'm glad right. everybody yeah. named Rhode Island. That was great. <laughs> it was really good. You yeah. know where most of my knowledge of Rhode Island and, and Providence comes from? Good old Buddy Cianci. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> there you go. Crime Absolutely. Town. That's an amazing podcast. You, you, should, you should bone <laughs> up on your knowledge, Kevin. Um, <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. I mean, Offside Trap, we've said it all along. It's one of those things. We wanted to bridge the gap. I mean, for Kevin and I, it still says it in our show description where we're uh, we're still new to MLS. I mean, we, we have a team in Atlanta for the past, uh, I don't know, three years, I guess, at this point, and two and a half years. And, um, and we're still, you know, acclimating to this league. And what we wanted to do is reach across the aisle, as it were, and, and talk to the other side and see how the other half lives well, and uh it sucks because so many of how the other yeah. half lives right now yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah exactly well it sucks because so much of the other half or our impressions of everybody else from other fan bases is dictated by twitter so that's not exactly the best uh outlet to have real meaningful conversations or banter with other fan bases so we wanted to have an ongoing effort where we actually reached out to other supporters and supporter cultures and content providers around the league so thanks so much for hanging out with us and sort of giving us a peek behind the curtain because there's not really a whole lot to talk about Atlanta United this season. As you mentioned, we're kind of living on the other side of the coin than what we have in the past few years. It's still early on in the season and hopefully things start to trend up. But right now we're, we're kind of bottom of the barrel quite literally in 12th place in the East. So you guys said you were getting used to the league. I think you guys did a pretty good job of that last year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true. I think you figured out the league and there's no more getting used to it. You guys are in it. Right? That's true. We're getting used to being on this side of it, I guess, like you said. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Yeah, we yeah. get jackets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we get stars. You get jackets. I like it. Oh, oh, oh. Wow. <laughs> coming in. All right. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Long gone are the days of Stevie Nichol and uh, and Matt Reese, right? So, um, right. no, yeah, but I mean, Nichol and Matt Reese are not walking through the door. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you guys are kind of you know the old heads, right? I mean, you guys have been in the league since the beginning, right? So the you guys are kind of 
one year ahead of what we're doing right now in terms of, um, uh, oddly enough, what we refer to in our in our main broadcast is evolution versus revolution. And uh, you guys... Pun intended. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but bringing in Brad Friedel last year was absolutely like a, just a change in temperature up there, was it not? Yeah. I mean, I think one of the things that we've talked a lot about on this show and, and, and I think we've heard a lot from our supporters is the necessity... Um, over the recent years to create a change in culture uh, surrounding the club. And um, certainly Brad Friedel, um, with his pedigree, uh, having played uh, at the at the highest levels of the Premier League in Europe and, mm-hmm. and certainly now uh, with the U.S. national team and mm-hmm. now as a member of the U.S. Soccer Hall of Fame, came in with a, with a good pedigree despite having any, um, any real MLS coaching experience right right um but said all the right things with regard to wanting to change the culture and some of the things we, we saw last year from that uh evolved uh players recognized that they were playing in their different system that it was certainly more business-like yeah. um <clears throat> you know where we are now uh under the brad Frieda, we're still we're still under a, a tent filled with question marks, yeah. right? I guess is, is is the best way to say. Yeah, it. I think last year one of the things is that Brad Friedel took over, but a lot of folks still felt like it wasn't his team because right. he obviously inherited mm-hmm. a lot of the players. Right. That's a good point. So this year he's had that off season to to bring in some talent that has been his doing, um, and we're kind of seeing how that's working out right now. So yeah, absolutely. Hasn't been working out great so far. No, no not so. Yeah, not so far. Not so far. <laughs> not so good. But, uh, you know, like 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 Ray said though, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of question marks, a lot of potential on this team. But uh, I think uh, up here the fan base is sort of tired of of hearing about potential, potential, and <laughs> and and really just eager to start seeing the results that uh, we need that some, uh, like, that were that we've been promised. Yeah, right. We need we need some yeah. kinetics. We're not right. we're That's not right. for the potential energy. That's right. We need some kinetic energy here. <laughs> It's it's interesting you say that, though, because one of the things I was going to ask you, I mean, just to piggyback off of that is one thing that we've been talking about with with Frank DeBoer's coming in and his changing of the system is that we're seeing progress in the way that we're playing. And if you look at the stat sheet, the score obviously doesn't, you know, bode and bode well in our behavior over the past few weeks. But in terms of controlling the game, controlling some of the key aspects of the game, it seems to be getting better from that standpoint. Is that one? Are you seeing that in terms of Brad Friedel's coming in? Do you guys see the the trend going upwards in the way that he's wanting to run the club and the way that he's wanting that style of play to be instilled to where you see it trending to a point where you're going to start seeing better results on a consistent basis? Because last year we saw New England kind of vie for a playoff spot for what was it? It, it was it was a better half, better than half of the season. Um Right. Yeah. Right. When the rest of the league caught up to the fact that we were going to do it a high press, we were going to high press <laughs> and then everybody was like, wait a minute. Yeah. You know, these guys are vulnerable <laughs> on the counter here. That's what I was going to say. I mean, Friedel came in with a clear attitude, a clear idea, a clear uh, tactic about how he wanted this team to play. And uh, like like Ray said, I mean, he w- he he implemented that pretty well it took it took a, a few months for the rest of the league to figure out that we didn't really have anything any anything else in our arsenal other than just to press high for for 90 minutes and uh and conversely uh we had a we had a pretty rough summer where people had just kind of figured it out um but to your point you know i i think that we've definitely seen improvements in terms of you know the team figuring out they they definitely still want to press high but they're they're they're, they've been better at at choosing when to press high and um, and 
and they're they're showing they're showing a little bit uh, of improvement in in being able to play more of a uh, a possession game. They're 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 not quite as much as the one trick pony as they were last last season. Yeah, that's fair. yeah, and I think to add to your point about uh, the question of whether we're seeing upwards trajectory, I think um, you know we saw towards the end of last season uh, the addition of Michael Mancian. Um, he's been kind of a consistent captain for us. Uh, you know, Brad Friedel's kind of been going to him as the captain. So we're seeing some glimmers of hope in the personnel choices that have been made. Yeah, that said, um, you won't have to worry about seeing Mancien as no. he completely lit up Federico Higuain in, in the last that game. Columbus match. Correct. He got a second yellow to be sent off. So he, he, he got you guys a little bit of revenge on Columbus. <laughs> and now he won't be in the game uh, against you guys up here in Foxborough. Right. So along those same lines, who, without him being in, who's his obvious replacement going into this match? And then who do you think? I mean, so much of the season is predicated upon who's trending up and who's trending down. Who do you think gives uh, New England the best opportunity uh, to actually have some answers for Atlanta United currently and gives New England the best shot at winning the game this weekend? And who do you think is the biggest liability in that lineup currently? Ooh, good oh, question. well, that's a, it's an interesting question. I mean, the lineup thing continues to be, you know, uh, a shuffling of the deck, right. so to speak. Uh, we 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 we've seen we're, we're consistently seeing at least one to two changes. Um, two weeks ago, we saw six changes, mm-hmm. wow. uh, and that is the result. Yeah, we 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 uh, we lost two nothing to home uh, at home to FC Cincinnati in a game that you know Brad Friedel after the game uh, was was pretty straightforward in saying that that. Play that at least five or six players on the team did not uh, did not play out did, right. did not put out a professional uh, performance effort yeah, right. and right. Um, you know they were able to rally and, and come back the next week and beat Minnesota uh, an improved Minnesota team I guess mm-hmm. you could say from last year um, but for us offensively one of the things that we we've, we've talked about on our show. Uh, in fact, we're talking about it again this week. Is is frustration with the continued inability to create opportunities and and finish in the final third. Um, but to to your question about you know in terms of assets and weapons um, to focus on, our offense begins and ends right now around Carlos Heel. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know he he's one of the few people that you know he's he's already he's got. Um, uh, he's leading the team in in goals and 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 uh, in shots. Um, chances created. Chances created. Chances created. He, yep. he, he is really where the offense is living and dying mm-hmm. um, right now. So if if Atlanta is able to contain him, um, you know we could have some serious issues. Right. So some of the things that we typically try to talk about, uh, aside from tactics, are just some of the culture and experiences around uh, other teams and opponents and some players that maybe aren't familiar with the revolution or some of the ongoings leading up to kick, especially with us traveling this week on the road up there. What are some of the traditions or cultural aspects leading up to kickoff that you guys would recommend for those that may be heading up for the match? Well, so I know that uh, it's very easy to get up here to Boston because out of out of the busiest airport in the world, there's a, pretty much a flight every hour that comes up here. <laughs> um, so you know, once you arrive, you know, taking the sights. But we have our tailgate that that starts three hours before. I believe Supporter that's lot opens yeah, three yeah, hours. Yeah, yeah. Supporter yeah. lot opens three hours. Uh, it's lot four. Yep. Right. Yep. Uh, so, uh, you know, if those if supporters down there want to write that down, lot four, stop by our supporters uh, tailgate. And, uh, and, and, you know, come by, say hi. 
uh, for sure. It's a welcoming environment. Yeah. Uh, we have done traditions with uh, other, you know, we do a, a yearly tradition with the Montreal supporters. They right. always come down um, and other bigger uh, Minnesota supporters groups. That, yeah, that we've, the we've reached out. Yeah. So we've, we've been, you know, we're, it's, it's a welcoming group, right? It's a welcoming group. So, you know, we have, but, we have our supporters tailgate yep. and then uh, everybody kind of uh, heads into the stadium probably right at game time. Yeah, 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 pretty much. Yeah, there, there is an. We, there's been talk uh, amongst the supporter groups about doing a more formalized march to the match. Correct. Um, but because because the tailgating, you know, we we play just like you guys in a football stadium. Right. So tailgating is a is a big element of that. Don't uh, let Orlando the, City supporters hear that. <laughs> uh, but that tailgating culture is a big part of is a big part of of the the pregame uh, festivities. Like right. one of the supporter groups had a, a had like a chili cookoff last yep. week, right? Yeah, um, yep. which was really fun. And um, there's just a bunch of you know between the supporter groups, they try to coordinate different activities um, every week and uh, and obviously coordinate the activity for us. The general admission, you know, if you're traveling, um, if you're traveling and you're booking your tickets through. Uh, through, through Atlanta United or through one of their supporter groups, um, then you'll be seated here with with the rest of the traveling support, mm-hmm. re- rest of the away supporters. And the Revs front office does a good job in, in uh, making sure that those so those seats are actually pretty good. Exactly. Um, yeah. And so you'll be on the other side of the stadium of the area that's known as the Fort, which is uh, where uh, where our supporters, uh, where our supporter groups are stationed uh, through the game. We've got the um, uh, we've got the rebellion. We've got the midnight riders. Right. And we've still got some members of the the revs army um, that are still kicking about, and um, those folks are there. And then that section is also made up of some general admission tickets as well. So Correct. that's what you can expect to see when you come into the stadium. Besides the fact, I mean, you know, uh, our attendance has been low uh, the last couple of weeks. When you stick, you know, ten or eleven thousand people in a sixty-eight thousand stadium, um, we won't have a hard time spotting where you guys are. Right. right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. One of the other fun things we've been doing on this show unrelated to MLS and soccer is it's always fun. I think one of the common threads between everybody that's a span, uh, a fan of one sport is that they're a fan of multiple sports or multiple teams. So whenever you're not watching the revs, what other teams, I mean, being up in Boston, I'm assuming all new England fans for all Pats fans or no. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're all Patriots. Fans. On the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's got to be fun talking to some Atlanta supporters. No, yeah, one one Falcon supporter being Kevin, but my family's all from Indiana, so I've had my fair share of <laughs> fair share of heartbreak at the hands of Belichick and Brady. That's the interesting thing to me. Like when I've yeah. ever, whenever I've had to travel to Atlanta for business. I, whenever I meet somebody in Atlanta, nine times out of ten, they're not from Atlanta. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Correct. I, I, uh, yeah, absolutely. And, and I then think the, that's... And then, and up until up until now, like I, I never ran into a Falcons fan. You know, I'm serious. Like even you yeah. know, like this like going back for years, I would never run into a Hawks fan, or or uh, you know anybody. Everybody had the the team that they supported yep. from from mm-hmm. where they're from. Right. I mean, the Braves moved out of downtown right. into the suburbs. To the right, right, so yeah. you know, it's yeah. uh, that's, it, was, it was interesting to me. That's how I feel about Clemson fans. I didn't see any until that first <laughs> national championship, and now everybody's a fan. Yeah, it's not fun. Kevin's a two time Clemson alum, so he likes to <laughs> he likes to throw that. I got a picture I put on Facebook every once in a while. A year old wearing Clemson jammies. All right. See, I knew it. There's always a common thread between fan bases. You can always find something to relate to one another with. That's right. 
No, to yeah, your... we're, we're Sox fans too. We're Red Sox fans yeah. and uh, Celtics and Bruins, obviously. Too. Ray and I are Providence College basketball fans. Right. If you yeah. uh, if you if you follow Big East basketball at all, yeah. You know, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, alma Go mater, Providence. alma mater to um, Ryan Gomes, the great Ryan Gomes. Right. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yep. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, no, I'm one of the other. Uh, players you have on oh, the that's pitch. Right. Uh, Julian Gressel. Oh, that's right. Played uh, soccer at Providence College. Pride of Providence yes, College. Right. Yeah. No, um, yeah, it's uh, w- one of the things that you pointed out in terms of the transplants in the city. You're right. I mean, it is a really transient city. And, and you, I mean, Kevin and I aren't from Atlanta. I mean, we went to middle school and high school, and well, he spent most of his life in uh, um, South Carolina, and I spent. A, a fair share of it. Kevin's actually born in New England. He's born in Maine. Yeah, that's so the, that, you notice that was the first state that yeah. I rounded off of that list. I knew that one was in there. <laughs> no, but I, th- I think that Kevin, we. I think about calling your geography teacher and asking for a <laughs> refund when you were in Maine. Really, because, man, like, that was. <laughs> well, most of my school was in South Carolina, so you can always blame the education system for just about anything there. <laughs> that's fair. I'm just yeah, that's fair. Oh no, it's it's not teasing. It's true. <laughs> it's, uh, it, I like. It find it interesting though, like when you meet people from other areas of the country to find out what you know what they was what they were taught, especially in terms of like American history, the, the oh, yeah. fields of American history that people were taught, uh, depending on what uh, what what area of the country, what like like would they like they hammer home the the Revolutionary War to us. But like I don't, you know, I don't know that that's necessarily the case down in North Carolina. Yeah, that's a really that's a really good point. I think it's. It's one of those things that I think if you were to compare uh, state educations versus some of the country education systems over in Europe, I think you'd get the same discrepancies in how Absolutely. how their yeah. histories are portrayed because there's so – United States is so big and right. the history spans – every state has its own history and its involvement in the country's evolution as a whole that – you're you're going to get really big gaps in that education and, and you're not going to yeah. get a really full rounded or in-depth uh, breakdown of all of those benchmarks across time and, and what state played what role in each one of those because some of them weren't founded or involved in any of that. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, so I guess wrapping this thing up, uh, we got to know what's what's your score prediction going into this weekend? Oh, oh boy. Lot to lot to a little. <laughs> <laughs> Some, something something to a 28 to, to 3 <laughs> 28 to 3 <laughs> yeah, 20, 28 to 3 28 sounds good oh. um, um i i mean look we you know we bounced back against minnesota uh after after a tough loss um we're coming off a <clears throat> difficult road loss um you know so where where uh var should have actually played a factor and it didn't mm-hmm. uh you know, so hopefully, I, I guess I would say, given the the run of play for Atlanta so far this season, and the fact that sometimes we're able to play like we actually have a chip on our shoulder, mm-hmm. um, I'm you know, if you're looking for a prediction, I'll say two to one revs. That's a good prediction. I'm going to go with the fact that we um, are kind of still finding our stride, but we're making progress in the right direction, and I think Atlanta is also still trying to find its stride as well. And, and trying to figure out formation wise what what they're they're doing and switching it up. So I'm gonna go with uh, a one one tie. Yeah, I think it's a good one. He stole it from me. Yeah, it was the, that was mine I, too, I, fellas. That I, we just ended our regular show and mine was one one as well. Yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, so based on based on that, just to to, to change it up, um, I'm gonna go. 
uh, based on uh, the, the revs, the revs uh, offensive output against uh, against uh, Columbus. I, I'm going uh, a one nil Atlanta. They, okay. yeah, I yeah. thought you were gonna like no. awake the Kraken and like no. go, go three no, nothing no, no, no. revs. No, there's no. I have. <laughs> I don't have a lot of faith in our yeah, office right yeah. now. <laughs> so what's the deal with that? Just real quick. I mean, it seemed like there was some firepower in that in that New England team between Bunbury and, and Fagundes last year scoring goals, at least at a decent clip. I mean, is there – what's going on with that? Real quick before we Bunbury, – Bunbury's been shifted out wide to uh, to the right as, yeah. of, as of late. Why uh, the hell would you do that though? Well, uh, that's that's a valid question. We have a new signing, uh, Juan uh, Fernando Caicedo, who we uh, decided today we're going to start calling JFC. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, our podcast isn't that long. We don't have time to keep saying. (laughs) No, I just I just assumed it was. I I got the the more slang breakdown for that, which is great. Right, right, right. Well, that 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 works works in our favor as well. Um, But uh, you know, we he's he's a new guy. He's um, brought in uh, from oh man, I I don't remember where he where he came from off the top of my head. So sorry about that. But um, you know, he's he's new. He's coming off of an injury. Uh, They're really trying to get him some minutes lately. Uh, and I think that he is the reason why uh, Teal Bunbury has been been playing off uh, on the wing. Right. Um, you know, he played up top with uh, with uh, Juan Agadello uh, in the game against Columbus, and you know, like they they looked good to a point. They looked good, except that that final ball, that that crisp cross, that uh, that that winning through ball just was was absolutely lacking, and. Uh, it it really hasn't been around all year. Yeah, I think Atlanta has been struggling to find a lot of the same thing. Where statistically speaking, they're they're working on a lot of the possession and passing and everything else, but the chance creation I think is somewhat of a miss so far. So it it'll be an interesting matchup to say the least. We're definitely looking forward to it. And thanks again for coming on and hanging out with us for a little bit. So now's yeah, the time, was- as always, for all the plugs and shouts for where the people can find you guys at. Sure. Well, you can uh, you can find the show. We're at Six States One Pod, and uh, you can find us all individually. I'm at Ray Sullivan. I'm at Footy Jedi, and I'm at John is Great. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. We really appreciate it. And thanks for having us on with you guys too. It should be a, it would be a nice double header, so to speak in between the two shows. So be sure to check out the six States one pod and hear our version with them previewing our side of the tactics going into the match this weekend. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park
This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.